0: Uh, remain standing, if you would. Daniel chapter number six. I want to begin reading from the Word of God at verse number one. The Bible says it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these uh, three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, that the prince might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king, and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. And all the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, and the princes, and the counselors, and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute. And to make a firm decree, and whosoever shall ask a petition of any man or any god or man for thirty days, save of thee, O King, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree, and sign the writing that it be not changed, according to the law of the meats and persons, which altereth not. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Hast thou not signed a decree that every man that shall ask a petition of any God or man within 30 days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, This thing is true, or the thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persons, which altereth not. Then answered they and said before the king, That Daniel, which is of the children of the captive of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but of this petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself, set his heart on Daniel to deliver him, and he labored to the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Know, O king, that the law of the means of persons is, that no decree or statute which the king established may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel, cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. I want to preach this morning on a thought that the Lord put in my heart for a time when I believe God is calling our church to a time of prayer and seeking Lord in these, the Lord in these difficult days. I want to preach this morning on the subject of guilty of praying. Guilty of praying. The only accusation that the world could find against Daniel was Daniel was guilty of praying. Wouldn't it be great if the world looked at our life and searched our life and tried to find something about us that they could say uh, they were against and the only thing they could find was they could say they are guilty of praying. Let's bow together. Father, may you bless your word today and use it for your glory. We'll thank you and we'll praise you for we ask it in Christ's name. And all God's people said, Amen. you can be seated. I want to say this real quickly today. When we think about the Bible, we always attribute something to a Bible character in the word of God. When you think about Samson many will attribute Delilah to Samson and his failure as he lost his power with God. When you think about Jonah, if I'd walk up and say something about Jonah, someone would say Jonah was swallowed by a whale. And that whale and that experience would be what people remember. When you think about Daniel, many people would say, oh, Daniel was that one that was cast into a lion's den. And no doubt we know that by the those figures, and we understand that. But I want to say something to you today. I don't believe the greatest thing that happened to Daniel's life was the lion's den. I believe the greatest thing that happened to Daniel's life was Daniel prayed three times a day. The greatest attribute, the greatest thing we can say about Daniel is that Daniel prayed. Now, I want you to listen to me this morning, and I want you to understand what I'm getting ready to say. I believe that the greatest power source. I believe that the greatest need of our churches today oh, we need to deal with our sin and we need to deal with our shortcomings and our apathy. But I want to say this today. Friend, if there's anything children of God need to get a hold of and need to get back to doing is we need to pray and seek the face of God. I'm going to tell you this. matter of fact, you'll find out about the Lord Jesus. You'll find out what he was in the garden praying. You'll find that the Bible mentions his countenance. It's really interesting. But the disciples could tell that even the countenance of the Son of God was different when he was praying. Do you know why? Because when you get in the Holy of Holies with God, when you pray, when you seek God, when you get on your face and call on God, it'll change your whole life. It'll change everything about you. I'm telling you the greatest step you could take as a child of God this morning, one of the greatest steps you could take is developing a prayer life that would be right and holy and consistent and God could use that prayer life. I've challenged my own self. I've challenged, I believe in prayer. I try to pray, but I've challenged my own self to spend more time with God than I ever have. Not just for the church, not just for my family, but for my relationship to him. I want my relationship to be a relationship that God has with me that is intimate, that is every day. I want to be able to pray and seek the face of Almighty God. Amen. And so we need to develop and learn a prayer life and get that prayer life established in our heart. There are several things I want to mention today about Daniel's praying. And before we can even look at that, I think we need to see here Daniel's testimony. Boy, didn't Daniel have a great testimony. Wasn't it awesome that Daniel was what looked up to was referred by a world that didn't know God and even Belshazzar think about it and even Darius here in our chapter and chapter 6 and other kings through the book of Daniel would look at Daniel and say man I'm telling you that fella is different matter of fact the Bible even says that he has a good spirit about him That's right. Can I just say this? Praise God, if you ever get in that prayer closet enough or wherever you spend time with God, your whole spirit will change. Your whole life will change. I'm telling you, friend, I've been doing this a long time. Listen to me. There's something about spending time alone with God that will change your life. Amen. I can't explain all it does, but I'm telling you, prayer is important for the child of God. Prayer is important. This past week, boy, I could feel God's people praying. This past week, I could see evidence of God's people praying. I saw those things. Remember, I told you, sometimes when God moves, it'll be so sovereign that it'll have to be God. Well, friend, I'm telling you, this week I saw where it's so sovereign that it would have to be God. Amen. And I thank God for his encouragement during those times. So for just a moment, I want to give you some thoughts about Daniel's prayer life. First of all, I want to say this. There's the purity of Daniel's prayer life. When I was putting this together and writing these notes down to myself and typing them out, I just began to look at this passage and in my own heart began to think about Daniel's prayer life and my prayer life. And I began to think about the purity of Daniel's prayer life. Look at Daniel chapter six in verse four. The Bible says, Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none other occasion nor fault. For as much as he was faithful, Then watch this phrase. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. You know what they said? Uh, They said, you know what? Daniel lives a clean life. Daniel lives a good life. Daniel honors those in authority. Uh, Daniel lives right. We find no occasion against Daniel. Can I say this to you? And I want all of us to understand this. We have to have purity to have a prayer life that would honor and glorify the Lord. How do you know that, preacher? Because the Bible says these words in Psalm 66 and verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Can I say this? To have a good prayer life, you must get rid of the sin and deal with the sin that is in your life. Friend, listen. When I begin to pray for you, or I begin to pray for this church, or I begin to pray for others and preachers around the country, I want you to know before I ever begin to do anything of that. I began my prayer something like this. Lord, I come to you today and I just want you to know that I'm a sinner. I failed you. I've done wrong. I've thought things. I've, I've done things in my life that are wrong and Lord, I want you to forgive me of my sin. Why? Because if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Friend, can I tell you this? There was the purity of Daniel's prayer life. Daniel lived right. And so when Daniel prayed for somebody, they didn't have to say, well, I hope he's living right. Or I hope he can get a hold of God. Hey, can I tell you why I want to stay pure? Because there'll be times I receive that phone call in the early morning hours. Or I receive that phone call in the night hour. And somebody will need me to pray. I don't need to have to be in there praying and asking God so long to help me as I do others. So I must stay right in my prayer life can I get an amen church the purity the purity of Daniel's prayer life Daniel prayed pure, Daniel was right with God Daniel lived right with God Daniel had a pure prayer life secondly I want you to see this the persistence of Daniel's prayer life verse number four The latter part of the verse reads like this For as much as he was faithful. I don't understand that. Daniel 16, the latter part. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did a four time. You know what that a four time means? Daniel just didn't start praying uh, when he said he couldn't pray. Daniel was already praying, had a testimony of prayer. He was already praying. A long time before those men came, a long time before the decree came, he was already praying. Daniel was persistent in prayer I was watching something the other night it was interesting about a little boy years ago whose dad was, in the, was sent overseas in World War II and that little boy was told by some uh, uh, minister that, that, uh, that if he had faith as a grain of mustard seed that could believe that God could bring his dad home from the war That little boy was probably no more than seven or eight years old, and he one day went into a store, and he reached up and got some mustard seeds, and bless his little heart, he stole one out of the thing, a mustard seed, and he began to pray that God would bring his daddy home. And they saw a picture of that little boy and he'd be standing on a dock looking across the ocean where his daddy was on the other side of the world and he would be crying out and saying daddy come home and praying for his daddy to come home. There was a lot in it that wasn't biblical but there was a lot that made me think And that little story wouldn't it be wonderful if we didn't give up but we prayed and we were persistent and we thought and hollered out to God. God we we need you, and we be persistent in our prayer life. Can I say this to you today how many times? How many times if you say, you know what, I gotta get my prayer life right? Boy, there for a week you were doing well. Boy, there for a couple days you were doing good. Boy, then all of a sudden you got busy again. All of a sudden the phone rung or something got busy around the house. And boy, all of a sudden you ain't praying like you were. That's why I try to make that time. Hey listen, I'm telling, I'm a morning person anyway but I'm getting ready to join with you on Dare to Be a Daniel. I'm telling you we need to learn to be persistent in our prayer life. We need to learn to pray and we need to be consistent and we need to be persistent and we need to pray. Can I tell you friend, we are living in a dark day. We are living in a vile day. We are living in an ungodly day and the only hope that we have is God's youngins uh, getting on their face before a holy God and praying that God would change their lives I remember there'd be many times somebody go on Facebook and they'd say something happened please pray and you see a list of people and there'd be a hundred names of people said we'll pray we'll pray but I wonder how many people just type that cause you know what I caught myself doing that a few times oh yeah brother we'll pray but then I got to thinking That's not right. Somebody's counting on you to pray. Somebody's counting on you to talk to God. Somebody's got a burden or need in their life. We need to be consistent, but we need to be most of all persistent in our prayer life. Friend, can I tell you this? God wants to do great things for us. God will do great things for us, but we must learn to pray consistently with persistence. Amen. Daniel didn't start being a praying Christian when things got rough. Can I get amen? A lot of times, the only time people pray is when hardships come. But friend, can I say this? Daniel prayed. The Bible says he prayed every day giving thanks unto God. I don't believe that Daniel ever prayed like this. Lord, please keep me out of trouble for praying. Lord, please don't let them come get me. I don't believe that. If you read your Bible, it says Daniel was giving thanks to God. He was doing it before and he was doing it after. I even believe it. he did it in the lines, then with a real soft line to lean his head on why he was praying. Yeah. Amen. I'm telling you, there is the persistence of prayer. There is the purity of prayer. Thirdly, I want you to see this. The proclamation of Daniel's prayer. I use that word for illustration. If I could use a better word, the word would be testimony. The proclamation of Daniel's prayer life or the testimony of Daniel's prayer life. You know what those men knew? Those men evidently could see Daniel up there in that window three times a day. They saw Daniel pray. You would not believe how many times I've been preaching in a meeting And somebody would say, preacher, I'll tell you when I got saved. One night I came home in a drunken stupor or one night I came home after a life of Riley and living away from God and I came home one night, preacher, and I went by my mama's bed or by my mom and daddy's bedroom with the door open, I could hear them praying and calling out to God that God would save me. I don't know about you, but I'm glad somebody in my life has had a testimony, has had a proclamation uh, that they have prayed for me. Amen. Proclamation of prayer. Can I just say this real quickly? We ought to be those people that others can count on that we have a testimony that we believe in prayer. That we believe in prayer. You know how I know that proclamation was so great? Because even King Darius said these words to Daniel. Now the king spake, said unto Daniel, verse 16, Thy God... Whom thou service continually, he will deliver thee. Hallelujah. Daniel even had the king's ear. For God had already gave Daniel a testimony before Darius, before those presidents and princes, before everyone, that he was a praying Christian. You know what's sad? What's sad is what could be accomplished in my life and yours. What could be done in our churches? What could be done in our children? What could be done in our ministries? If we ever developed a persistent and a pure and a proclamation of prayer in our own life, wonder what we could accomplish. Wonder what we could accomplish Someone told me, "Said boy, it's tough when you're home and snowed in, you can't find anything to do. We can find things to do. Yeah, yeah. TV, internet, we can find things to do. Yeah. But can I say this? That's also another good opportunity to spend some time with God Amen. and pray. You ain't got to work. Boy, I can pray more, preacher. but you didn't have to work. You didn't have to work then, you could pray. Spend time with the Lord. Why? Because I'm telling you, I wish I could tell you this the way my heart feels it right now, but I'm going to say this to you and I mean what I'm getting ready to say. If there's ever been a time, mom and daddy, if there's ever been a time, grandma and grandpa, if there's ever been a time, young people, that we need to seek God in the holy of holies and we need to praise the day and time we're living in. Oh, we need to do it. We need to do it. Let me give you this, number four, the power of Daniel's prayer life. The power of Daniel's prayer life. The Bible says in verses 20 through 22, and when he came to the den, talking about Darius, he cried with a little of voice unto Daniel, and the king spake and said to Daniel, "O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lion's den or from the lions? Why don't you listen to me just a moment. What would it have been like if those lions would have chewed him up and spit him all over that den? Darius, Darius would well, have said, well, maybe God isn't real. But you see, Daniel didn't start praying. Right he's getting ready to go in the lion's den. Daniel already prayed. And I'll say something to you. God didn't close them mouths, lion's mouth just for Daniel. But he did for Darius. He did for them presidents and princes. Of course, they kind of turned out bad for them. But I'm going to tell you this. Daniel's prayer life was powerful. It is yet to be seen what God could do in a praying church. I'm telling you, it is yet to be seen what God could do in a praying church. Listen to what Daniel said, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is God whom thou servest, continually able to live thee for life. Th- Even the lost man said, Yeah, you're faithful, Daniel. Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, I'll live forever. He said, My God have sent his angel, and I put and have shut the lion's of my house and they have not hurt me. For as much before him innocy was found in me, and also before thee, O King, I have done no hurt. I want to say, yes, my friend, there is power in prayer. Ms. Chesney is going to come to the piano in just a moment. Brother John, I want you to throw the first screen up for me. It was probably the Wednesday night screen. Dare to be a Daniel. Daniel thrown into the lion's den. Daniel's there. Can I say this to you? Daniel spoke to God, but God spoke to the lions. Amen. Can I say this to you? Would you dare to be a Daniel for this church, this ministry? Would you dare to be a Daniel for your family? Why don't we decide right now today, those of you listening by internet, other churches in four different states that have contacted me, why don't we decide as a church of the living God that we're gonna make up our mind that we're gonna seek God in prayer and we're gonna learn how to pray and we're gonna be persistent and we're gonna have a testimony. That's a praying church. I want members of my church to feel like they can come by their Pastor and say preacher would you pray for me and it not just be uttering words Amen. but they know that man of God would pray for them you see there's power in prayer there's three types of power I'll give it to you just to mention it there's saving power Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friend, the greatest prayer that any man or woman could ever pray was, God, I'm a sinner. Have mercy and forgive me of my sin and save me by the grace of God. Amen. There's saving power. I believe in this sustaining power of prayer. Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And certainly there is supernatural power. Miss Chesney, you come on if you would. The Bible says when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. See, the question today, my friend, is this. Will you dare to be a Daniel? Will you seek God three times a day? On this next piece of paper, John will put it up on the screen for you. We have a prayer list for you in the back of the church. Brother John will take the camera to that for those of you that are watching by internet. These are some things when I sit down in a staff meeting that we could genuinely pray for in each ministry. We're asking God to give us a burden to bring lost people to church. That God would help us to grow and see revival. We're praying for workers and souls to be saved through the ministry and discipleship, 200 kids on our buses. We're young at heart. We're needing some transportation. Our buses wearing out. Monthly services every week. We're preaching to people. Hispanic ministry. You can see discipleship with new converts. Church growth. We want to see 125 in Spanish church. Our youth to be involved in the ministry. bringing your friends to church. And the super church and the puppets and labors that people would get involved in the work of God. Three times a day. If you would take that paper and put it in your Bible as Chesney begin to play she's going to sing a song don't you listen just as she begins to play what you think about something there's a lot of you in here today that can't get up and sing a song that will cause a crowd to weep and come to an altar and get help from God there are those of you today that will never preach a sermon like I'm preaching today you'll never stand in front of crowds and herald the gospel or preach like I'm doing today. There's some of you today, you'll work your job, load your family on a Sunday, come to God's house, be faithful in that area God's put you in, but you'll never be on the sign. You'll never be on the letterhead. You'll be an underroar serving God. But there's one thing that every one of us can do. Every one of us. We can be a Daniel. We can be a Daniel. I wonder this morning, as we give the invitation, if you're at home right now watching on the internet, kneel at your couch, there by your bed. If you're watching in other states, have a burden for your church. I wonder if you'd make your mind up today and say, Preacher, I can pray, I can pray, I can pray. Let's stand together. Would you ask God to help you be a prayer warrior? Miss Chesley singing the song. I can pray. I can pray. For the help of our nation, I can pray. Miss Chesley, you sing.
1: You say I'm not able. I'm too young or I'm too old. And I can't sing or tear title do i hold lord what can i do lord what can i do for I want to do my part and I want to help the hurting with all of my heart I can pray until the walls come down until there's healing all around yes, friend, can that is you pray something i can do
0: we can all pray we can all pray
1: The has gone so far, and though I've tried my best to reach them, their hearts just seem so hard. Lord, what can I do? What can you do? To help bring them back to you. For a family's lost and dying, and my words just don't get through, but I can pray hey, in my secret place.
0: for just a moment. This week, in a difficult week that we dealt with, I probably received 300 to 400 friend requests on Facebook that I have not already received. I've never received so many private messages since I've even known what Facebook was. You know what the private messages said to me over and over again? Preacher, what can we do for our kids? Preacher, I've got teenagers that are struggling, what can I do? Over and over and over again, people I didn't know from all the way across the United States were saying, Preacher, what can I do? I guess they wanted me to give some great theological answer but you know what I type back to many Just find your place get along with God and pray don't wait to the tragedy pray before the wall comes down pray before you get in the fiery furnace pray before the lion's dead just pray. Learn to pray. Even when you're up on the mountain, pray a prayer of thanksgiving. Thank God for His blessings today. His goodness to you. Brag on His Son. Brag on His Bible. Brag on the Holy Ghost. Learn to pray. Don't ask your a question. If you were totally honest with yourself today it's the reason your spiritual life lacks power it's because you know truly and honest in your heart you don't spend enough time with God just be honest we know honestly we just don't spend enough time with God we talk to everybody else we share problems with others but the brothers that we share them with can't change them but God can. Won't you listen to that second verse one more time? It's the only church service you got today. Won't you listen to that second verse one more time? Won't you think about the words? Think about the words. We gotta start praying like we ought to be praying. Miss Chesley, sing it for me, sweetie. A family shows no interest. Let I me mean, those who
1: got the child has gone so far. I've tried my best to reach them. Their hearts just seem so hard. Lord, what can I do? I get that
0: question all the time. To
1: help bring them back to you. For a family's lost and dying. And my words just don't get through. But I can pray. Until the walls come down. Until there's healing.
0: she's playing just a moment. I want to say this to you. That list that you see is on our back table back there printed out for you. There's also a sign-up sheet that says, Dare to be a Daniel. If you would commit to praying three times a day, the only reason I want you to put a name on the list is because I want to know there are people praying three times a day for this ministry and for God to do things. But I also want it to be a commitment between you and the Lord. Lord, to the best of my ability, I'm gonna pray three times a day. Sometimes that prayer may be riding at lunch in the car and talking to God. Sometimes it may be taking a break at work, spending a few minutes with the Lord. Before you go to bed at night, after you tuck the children in the bed, Sometimes it may be in the early morning hours when the house is quiet and still. But I want you to go by today because I'm gonna do it again. We'll get it done again Wednesday. We want as many people that'll dare to be a Daniel at Calvary to stop by that table and put your name and say, Preacher, I'll pray, I'll do my best three times a day. It's not a vow. It's just simply so I'm going to do my best three times a day to see God in prayer. Thank you, Ms. Chesney. Go back to my main screen, Brother John. Would you dare to be a Daniel? Before the lion's den, in the lion's den, would you dare to be a Daniel? Can I say this to you today? It'll change lives. It will change you. It'll change you. You will be different. It will make a difference if you dare to be a Daniel.